Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. Yes, it's Wednesday. Feels like Tuesday, but it is Wednesday hump day on the September 7th. A lot to be excited about, including the fact that we are just one day out from the start of the NFL season. Who should be a dandy as well? Buffalo Bills, who, by the way, are the outright betting favorite for the first time since 1991 to win the whole shebang. They'll take on the Rams in what could be a preview of the Super Bowl to kick things off on Thursday. We're excited about that. Tennessee Titans. They say they run the AFC South, John, and they're using a legendary Memphis rap group to say so. It's official now. We talked about that earlier this week. Uh, 3-6. Music City is reaching out to Memphis to help them trumpet out uh, the fact that they're going for a third straight AFC South title this year. We'll get into that. Going to learn a lot more, too, about a couple of Tennessee college football teams, University of Tennessee and Memphis, as they both go on the road this week. Tennessee to a ranked Pittsburgh team that it's favored over. The Tigers against a Navy team, uh, frankly, that they are favored over and need to beat to make a statement here, get to one and one. Uh, we got plenty to talk about, John, because there's football abound. Yeah, football abound. Make a statement, Tom. Absolutely. Tennessee can make a statement. Memphis can make a statement. Different statements altogether. Some declarative. What, what kind of different uh, statements are there? You have your uh, informal. Uh, what, 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 take me through your grammar class here. I remember declarative, imperative, yeah. exclamatory. <laughs> Weren't those some of them? Yeah, I thought, that's yeah, pretty good. Those, those are up there, I remember. Okay. Been a long time for me. You're the one a little bit closer, too. Yeah, so which one, uh, what kind of statement is Memphis going to be able to make? Uh, Will it be an exclamatory? A declarative statement that they've got. Uh, my gosh, if I have to hear one more, y'all say, where are the playmakers? A declarative statement that they've got playmakers this week against Navy. That's what they're going to do. I, I they're t- going to declare it. I take blame for that. I think I started the narrative on that, so I will take the you blame. You started, but I'll tell you what, people picked up the baton because it ain't just you saying it. You're right. People yeah. are running with it. They're, they're with you on that. Where are the playmakers? Where are they? Anybody out there? Where, where are they? Anybody on that U of M campus, can you make a play? Tennessee's going to be able to or going to try to make an exclamatory statement. I'm with that. It would be exclamatory they go into Pittsburgh that and win Tennessee it. is Especially back. Especially as six-and-a-half-point favorites. On the road. Yeah. Tennessee is back. So that would be an exclamatory statement. Yeah. So uh, all of that here on the show today. Doing pretty good today. You grammar class stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Off Educate, strong start entertain, you. and inform. Okay. The mantra and the mission statement of the show. That was true in 2016. It was. It's true now. It will be true Forever. Mark Janata is going to join us at 1125. We'll talk to him about Memphis football, what he saw this weekend. Uh, get his thoughts on you know the trajectory, right? Uh, is he is he in? Is he out? How does he feel about Memphis football? He'll do that at uh, 1125. Then at 125, it'll be our SEC report, our Southeastern Conference report with Alabama national champ, three-time champ, Barry Jones. He will join Stud. us. Stud. Stud. 
Yes, even though he took a, a step away from uh, you know calling college football games, you know we're going to keep him in the orbit here locally uh, on SEC. Football. They can tell us if Alabama's going to cover against Texas this weekend. I I, I think they will not. The twenty, right? I got it at twenty and a half, and okay. that that could be the key number. Look amigo. at you. Look at now you. now they have they have piss uh, history. The former assistants under Nick Saban, right? They just don't typically do well. I mean, I know Jimbo got the dub last year, but uh, it is there at least, right? It is in uh, in Austin. Yes, so it's on the road. Three touchdowns. I mean, come on, man, give me three touchdowns. I guess I'll take it. I'm not gonna love it. I'm not gonna enjoy it. Well, we know Barrett thinks they're going undefeated. We'll see if he thinks they're going to blow out Texas here. Texas got a running back. Bijan. Yeah, so we'll talk about that with uh, with Barrett Jones at uh, 125. So that is the show today. As always, looking forward to it. But it's kind of like the t- it's kind of like a fake Tuesday. It's Wednesday. Let's do cap or no cap. Cap. It means lion, but built different. Now it's cap. I'm gonna say cap for no cap. I'm gonna say that that's no cap on 92.9's Jason and John show. True or false? Memphis, of course, will go to Annapolis this weekend to take on Navy. They've been planning for months, as we've heard, months and months and months of preparation. Yep. That's been this big story here. They ignored the first game. They are lightning focused on the second game. They're a five and a half point favorite according to FanDuel right now. The over under number is fifty point five. A playmaker emerges this weekend at Navy for Memphis. Is that cap or no cap, John? Well, it better be no cap. Uh, and I think it is no cap. You know, this is a Navy team that lost to Delaware. This is a Navy team that put up seven points in that loss to Delaware. Yeah, I mean, Memphis doesn't really have a choice in the matter. Somebody's got to emerge. Now, whether that's <clears throat> Jay Ducker, whether that's Brandon Thomas, uh, whether that's, you know, one of the receivers, Eddie Lewis, Javon Ivory, somebody will have a day. Um, I, I have no doubt about that. It won't that. be Rodriguez Clark. No, he is. That brother is gone. That brother gone. Yeah. Uh, Drake Clark. So you were just gone. you were just asking about dude too, weren't you? Yeah, he was. The I other was. day, just randomly. Yes. Yeah. And now he's gone. Uh, so yeah, somebody will emerge. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't. I don't know who the betting favorite would be. Maybe Ducker, right? Maybe he would be the the betting favorite to emerge. But I think it is going to be a running back as opposed to a wide receiver. So I will say it is it is no cap. Somebody will emerge. You're, now, what does that mean? Does that mean they're going to emerge for the rest of the season? Does that mean they're going to be the guy every single week? Well, I think that's not. the question we're asking. Uh, some Somebody will have a good day, though. Yes, somebody will have a good day. Now, whether that will have lasting power, uh, that is a separate question. But, yeah, like, Jay Ducker's going to have a big game against Navy. Brandon Thomas is going to have a big game against Navy. So, yes, for a day, a playmaker is going to emerge. That is no cap. Whether it will last is what remains to be seen. Yeah, I, I took this question as as you're talking about for the rest of the season, that it will merge here against Navy. That's the way I took it. I, I think it needs to be. We're not just talking about for one game here. We're talking about a Memphis team that, we, frankly, we think should be 4-1 and one by the time it's facing a, what could be a ranked Houston team. That's where we were at. And I haven't changed on that based on what we saw against Mississippi State. I realize there were parts of that game that were disappointing, particularly, obviously, the first half. That said, I think you have multiple playmakers emerge. Uh, you, you hit the nail on the head. They need to at mm-hmm. this point. I think it could come out of the running game with Ducker and Thomas. 
look, Silverfield said this before the season, not me. You want the two of those guys to break away from the rest of the pack. The way you do that is you give them carries. Again, I go back to game script kept you out of that for the most part against Mississippi State, but you're only talking about 12 carries between the two guys. Um, you need to get them more so you can get them into a rhythm and see what you've truly got. That offensive line, for the most part, was successful opening up holes for the few times you ran it against Mississippi State. Averaged over six yards per uh, per carry. And so try that again against Navy. Control, control. You've got an opportunity here for that to be a strength. Hopefully they emerge in the run game. And, John, I think you have got to find a way. And this goes to, uh, again, your coordinators, everybody else. It's on Silverfield. Ultimately, it stops with him. To get guys like Javon Ivory into some situations where they can be successful. That's gotta, that can't just be on the players. You've got to coach that. You've got to coach those guys open. So whether it's Eddie Lewis or Javon Ivory, uh, I hope. Uh, I'm not as confident. I'm with you on that in terms of receiver as I am about backs. But hopefully you can get some of these guys in terms of the receivers to get on the same page with Seth Hennigan. So, again, more importantly, you're drawing something out of this that can help you going forward. This is not a one-game deal. This game is important for the season, basically. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be at least middle of the pack in the AAC, you need to be knocking off teams like Navy on the road who just lost to FCS Delaware at home. Don't go in there and play with this team. You know, go in there and control the game, and you got you got you've got several candidates here. I think I think playmakers do emerge, and I think it's going to matter for the rest of the season. I think that's no cap. Jordan Clarkson is reportedly drawing trade attention from the Bucks, the Kings, and the Grizzlies have been mentioned here. The Grizzlies should go after Jordan Clarkson, cap or no cap. Uh, that is cap, absolutely in every sense of the word. Uh, no thanks. I have no interest in Jordan Clarkson. Can't defend. Shot jacker. Uh, don't think he's a culture fit on this team. Not really a winner. Uh, credit to him for you know turning his career around a little bit there in Utah as that in that role. Um, I have no interest in him. I would not bring him within 150 yards of this Grizzlies team. Thanks, but no thanks. Mm. Don't let the good Lord hit you where the good Lord splits you. I am all the way out on Jordan Clarkson as a part of this Grizzlies team. What do you think, Jason? I don't. I don't like the career three point shooting. It wasn't just down last year. Uh, he's thirty two percent, very inefficient last year. Forty two percent from the field overall, thirty two from three. It's it's that's been him for the most of his career. Thirty three, thirty four percent three point shooter. If you're going to bring a guy in, you'd certainly like him to be a knockdown guy, especially on this offense, especially again that second unit where you've got Tyus already. Would nice be nice to have a knockdown three point shooter that you're going to bring in here. It's interesting what you what you bring up about you know, whether he fits the culture. You know, I, I do think that Ja Morant is such a, you know, he, he's such a strong presence in that locker room that if you ain't falling in line with, with this culture, very early, it, you'll get peeped out early on, and it, it will show. You know what I'm saying? If you're not on board, I, you know, I, I think I think Jordan Clarkson, if, a, if around a situation like this where you've got the – the dominant guy in the locker room. He's a guy that could fall in line, but I'm with you. I mean, the, the, the Grizzlies last year, number six in the league in defense. Like, that's part of their identity. And especially early on, you know, frankly, it's going to be on guys' team defense with Jaron Jackson out for a significant portion of time. So uh, I'm with you on this. I mean, initially I thought, okay, well, this is great. You lost DeAnthony, and there's certainly a hole in that second unit for a score. Mm-hmm. But but I think you make a great point on, on culture 
and and does he fit? Just does he come in and try to be a shot jack, or is he trying to fit team? I, I don't know that this is necessarily the guy you need. I was more interested, John, in a guy that can play a little bit of three four for you, more of that Kyle Anderson role. I think that could be a little bit more useful and where you're a little less proven. So I'm I'm with you on this. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say take a pass on Jordan Clarkson. Some people might say we're crazy because he's a former six man of the year. Yeah, but I, I'm gonna I, say I'm, take a pass. He doesn't fit, and yep, the, and he's yep. too inefficient. Yep. you're right. I'm yeah. Out. I can see. I think they're going to miss Kyle a little bit this year, but I don't know what y'all think. Um, let's go to more college football here. Number twenty-four ranked Tennessee is at number seventeen Pittsburgh. Both teams had a pretty good week last week. Uh, this one, cap or no cap? By the way, Vols favored by six and a half. The market is overreacting to Tennessee this weekend. What do you think, John? Yeah, I think that is uh, no cap. I do. I think you know when I saw this number, I was a little flabbergasted. Uh, Tennessee on the road, six-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, they looked incredibly impressive against Ball State, but they were always going to look incredibly impressive against Ball State in Knoxville. Point total, by the way, 66-and-a-half on this one. Yeah, I mean, I I, uh, and and we'll talk to Barrett about this a little bit later in the show at 125. Um, I mean, Pitt did come away with the win against West Virginia, and that is a – that that may not be a great West Virginia team – but that still is a rivalry game, and that still was Keaton Slovis's first ever appearance Correct. in a pit uniform. Right. So you just you don't you don't you don't necessarily know how those are going to go. I think Pitt is a competitive team. I think it's a lot to ask Tennessee to go in there and cover a touchdown. I mean, could they do it? Yeah, they could. I mean, they were moving the ball at will against Ball State. Their defense is swarming absolutely. But I think Pitt's going to be competitive. They're going to put up points. I mean, I think you know Tennessee probably does win the game they'll be they'll have a chance to win the game but I have to take the six and a half with Pitt here I I, I do I think the I think the market is overreacting just a little bit uh to to Tennessee here yeah I'm I'm and and I don't like to to agree with you on most days like to be on the opposite side when I can be um but only when it's genuine and I have to agree with you here I look Tennessee didn't get any pressure on Ball State. Mm-hmm. Okay, for for as good as they looked offensively, we touched on this, and and that is where, frankly, they needed to improve the most. Now, I do think that defense is better, but there was no pressure up front. Uh, they did force some turnovers, but that as, as the competition level goes up, that's going to be more and more important. Can you put pressure on 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 Keaton Slopes? You you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it against Ball State, mm-hmm. and so again. I like Tennessee. You guys know that. I think it's at least a nine-win season. but and, and I like them in this game. But to think they're going to go in there and just push Pitt around, I, I don't see that happening. I saw a, a solid enough Pitt defense that was creating enough chaos of, up front against West Virginia to think that they can do a little bit more of that again against Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I, I think Tennessee wins, but that number is way too big for me. I, I, I would, I, My gosh, Pitt, Pitt, a ranked Pitt team here, what are they, 17? Yeah, seventeen in the in the AP poll this week. Six and a half point underdogs at home. I mean, look, that just it's wild. That, that no, just I, that's I screaming at me. And if if, if I, you know that's bulletin board material, everything else, mm-hmm. you're going to get their best effort. Uh, and again, if the Vols don't get pressure up front, Pitt's going to score. Yeah, they're going to they're going to go up and down the field. And so I think you're going to have a high scoring affair. I do give the Vols the edge in the end though, because that offense is potent. Mm. My gosh, it's potent. To the NFL, and we heard all about this on Jeff's show. As a Bills fan, he he goes the opposite way of what the uh, the, the experts are suggesting. They're a plus six hundred team to win the Super Bowl this week at the Rams. They are a two and a half point favorite. Bills win the Super Bowl, cap or no cap, John? Cap, 
Um, I, I just feel like it's pretty rare in most years where the favorite going into the season wins it anyway. Um, and I just, I still, I, I'm too skeptical of the run game. You know, they have a bunch of dudes that, you know, like Singletary, Moss, this new guy, James Cook, maybe oh. he's the one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think they put so much on Josh Allen. Uh, I mean, look, they're going to be in the mix, right? They're going to be a really good team. That offense, I'm, I'm, I'm bullish on lots of pieces from it. Um, but I just, I, I think in the end, you know, you have to have an elite run game most of the time to win the Super Bowl um, or an elite defense. They have a good defense. I wouldn't say it's elite, you know. Um, I think the Rams benefited from their opponent quite a bit in the Super Bowl because I think the Bengals are going to take a, one of the bigger steps back this season. Um, and I just, again, I think they're going to put up a lot of points. They're going to be in the in in the conversation. But do I think they're that much better than Kansas City? No, I don't. Uh, do I think they're that much better than Tampa Bay? No, I don't. Um, so I, I think there are several other teams who I think there's better value on, right? Than Buffalo entering the season. Now there could be a like if they lose on Thursday, right? It's a great buy low price, you know. And I think they will lose on Thursday. I think the Rams ultimately are going to win that game at home. But right now, would I take that number? What are they like plus six hundred or something like that? Yeah, yeah. plus six hundred. Yeah, no thanks. Not not touching it. So um, I, I will say, Cap Bills are not winning the Super Bowl. I mean, it's it's easy to hear to take the field and look pretty smart. Just because it's tough to seventeen game season, to your point about Josh and, and Allen, it feels silly to just say, "Oh, the Super Bowl favorite's going to win." Well, they they depend so much on Josh Allen to run the ball. I think he's thirty three percent of the run game. You keep doing that, he's going to miss games eventually. He's going to get nicked up. Yep. And Peter King was talking about that about how long it took Josh Allen through the off season just to heal up from last season. All the uh, all the uh, the you know the hits he took, uh, the dings he took week after week, and so you keep doing that, you're going to hurt him. That said, though, dude. This this looks like a finished product, and in terms of of how in terms of what they've accomplished the last few seasons, you can sort you can see the steps. They're right there, and that's why you go out and get a thirty three year old Von Miller to sort of be that last thing you need. Now I know you might look at Buffalo and say not very impressive defensively, just in terms of names or what they do. But uh, during the regular season last year, they were the only team holding uh, holding opponents to under three hundred yards per game. Yeah. they were number one in terms of yards allowed in defense, and that's why you're where they struggled. And, and Lord knows Jeff's probably told you this a million times. Getting you know getting that pressure like we talked about with with. Tennessee and Von Miller's there for that reason. I just, I, they built this thing to a point where you're right there at the doorstep. And frankly, it's Super Bowl or bust, mm-hmm. especially again when you're the favorite. You're right there now. I think, you know, I've been, I've been saying it all offseason. I, I think they kick it in. My, my Rams have got a shot here, but we know how hard it is to repeat. Been years uh, since the, since we've seen anybody do it. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to go here and not just to be on the other side of you. I've, I've been saying it. I'm going to say Bills win the thing and then Vegas is right on that. They got all the pieces, bro. You know that. What also concerns me, though, is last year where you're talking about all, the, all those numbers defensively, they had the easiest schedule in the NFL through the end of November. You know, I mean, they benefited from Tua. Who was not? Who did not have the well, weapons? Zach Wilson, who did again, not have the weapons, and, and the Jets are in the division. So what? You take care of business. You you knock down the teams you're supposed to. Tua, you dominate Tua, the teams you're supposed Tua to. Tua might take a step this season. You know, it might be a different QB two times a year. You're seeing now with Tyreek Hill there. Yeah, but we're not talking about a defense that was tenth or eleventh or middle of the pack. We're talking about number one in yeah. terms of yards allowed. So yeah. even if there is John a, a slippage, some slippage, 
when after adding a Vaughn Miller, what are you going back to, fourth or fifth? That's still good enough in this league. And, John, you know this. Defense, in the end, going to be the difference this year in an AFC where everybody's got offensive mm-hmm. firepower. So who Except can get a few stops? Yeah, yeah. if you want to throw them in, even though you got Derrick Henry in fantasy, so you're going to be pulling for him. Just him. It's, yeah, backwards. Just him. Even in, in an AFC where it's wide open with these offenses, it's going to come down to a few stops. Buffalo's got the team to do it. So I'm I, I'm not I, – again, I'm – Jeff thinks I, I, I hate on them sometimes just because they're the Bills or whatever else. No, when I see a team that should win it, I, I, I say that there's one. And again, keeping Josh Allen the number one healthy, uh, the number one priority. If that doesn't happen, you got no shot. But I think they'll do it. He's going to scale back. Yeah. They know they can't run that man that many times again this year. They're going to lose him. It'll be Cam Newton all over again. Yeah. Well, uh, NFL kicks off tomorrow, and we are all uh, absolutely pumped for it. So. Uh, should be a, a hell of a time. We'll come back. Mark Gianna is going to join us. We'll talk to him about Memphis football, his thoughts on the game this weekend, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 Turn FM, ESPN. Kick off week one with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Join today to get started with $150 in free bets. Yes, guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. New users, just sign up with promo code JSmith to get in on the action. Then you can turn payday, game day, into payday. You can do it all season long. Uh, if you got $150 in free bets, we've been talking about it. Uh, why not put it on a future? Buffalo Bills to make the Super Bowl. How about Buffalo Bills to win it? They're the favorite. That seems like easy money to me. Play your way and bet on more than just the final score. Wager on everything from touchdowns to total yards to catches. You can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout. That's the same game parlay. Don't fumble your chance to get 150 bucks in free bets, win or lose, with promo code JSMITH. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL and of 92.9 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable. Free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He's Mark Giannato. He's a sports columnist at the Commercial Appeal. He's the sports radio host right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Giannato Jeffrey every afternoon. Join us every Wednesday. He joins us now. Mark, what's happening, man? Well, I was planning to come into the studio to talk to you guys 
but I got a flat tire pulling out of my driveway. Um, I think I jinxed myself. I've literally gone my entire life without having a flat tire, oh, and wow. I talked about it on it. We talked about it on air a few weeks ago, and I knew I was jinxing myself. And lo and behold, here we are. Hold up, you got a flat tire on that sweet new ride? Well, see, I got these sport edition tires, and I think they're you know they're more susceptible to flat. I think I ran over like a sharp pebble or something on my driveway and it, like all i know is that it was fine and then i was driving down the street and i hear the you know that sound you hear when you got a flat tire um i pulled up luckily i was near my house i was able to get it back to my driveway um but yeah i got a flat tire and it wasn't even like you know driving on the highway or driving on it was like literally i think pulling out of my driveway i ran over something that's a, I, I, I can sport tires, man. Is it worth it to be that cool if the pebble's going to take them out? That's the question, Mark. That's a good. It is a good question. My my wife has them on her car, and never had an issue. Um, she's gotten a flat tire already. Oh, you know, like uh, you know, in the last year, I you know, I don't, I, I, I think this might be a sign of things to come for me, Jason. Yeah, maybe it's just um, time to be thirty something. Because I've never had a flat tire. I feel like I don't. I don't really want to be like I'm not a handy guy, but I don't want to be guy who can't change his tire, own tire. Right. Like I feel like I need to change my own tire here. Um, so that's what I'm in the middle of doing. Once I get off air, I'll con- I'll continue yeah, you, jacking up the car. That's true man work you got. <clears> I att- I feel like I attract nails. Have you changed a tire in your life, John? Oh yeah. Okay. I've had to. Man's man. I've had. I I, I I'm not. I can't change oil. No, I can't change my oil either. Say it out loud. Yeah, I don't. Mark, I mean, nobody's asking you to change oil. Change oil is a whole different yeah. level. That's a whole different. But level. I do feel like I feel like there is a certain like I just don't want to be a guy who calls triple A tire. Yeah, I feel like that's you know like you know <laughs> it's just not. That's a, no, that's you're a, right. You know, yeah, I just feel like that's part of being a man. Is like that's you know, right, especially a Michigan you know? man. Yeah, yeah. you change when yeah. you change your own damn tire. Yeah, yeah, I feel like well, it's not even that. It's not even about being a man. It's just more about feeling like self-sufficient. Like there's just certain things you know you should know how to do in life, and I feel like changing a tire is probably one of them. Um, Memphis caught a flat tire on Saturday against Mississippi State. <laughs> At least that's what it looked like in the first half. They they eventually did get the tire put Got back on like Mark. in the second half, which uh, apparently was Jason's proudest moment as an alum. The fact that they outscored Mississippi State in the second half. Um, what 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 were you most encouraged by, Mark, and what were you most discouraged by? I would say encouraged. If we're starting there, um, well, I think I, I'm most encouraged by the fact that, like, ultimately, I think that's one of the two, or you know, probably one of the, one of the either the best or second best team they're going to play all year, right? Uh, Mississippi State and. You know, I don't think at any moment during the game did I go, they stink because Seth Hennigan stinks. And so I think, you know, I think he, you know, I think you can take encouragement from the fact that you do have him. Um, I think the O-line wasn't terrible, like held its own against an SEC defensive front at times. Like it wasn't like Seth was running for his life back there. Um, so I think maybe you can take some encouragement in that, um, even though they did lose their left tackle, uh, to injury during the game, uh, McCallum Pounders. Um, 
And, you know, Jay Ducker, the Northern Illinois transfer, had a couple moments there. And they, you know, I, I don't know how much you draw into the second half from the standpoint of competitiveness, because ultimately I think part of their success was Mississippi State. You know, they were up 35-3. They took their foot off the gas pedal a little bit, 100%. which is understandable. But, you know, they also – I think it is somewhat noteworthy that Memphis didn't just, you know, did, you know, they didn't just get in the fetal position. They did try to do some stuff and did some stuff in the second half. Um, but, you know, all in all, it was a discouraging performance, I think, especially with the way they – you know, I mean, they, they, had, they had a first down on their first play of the game and then didn't get a first down until midway through the third quarter, another one. And defensively, um, if you take out the possession Mississippi State had at the end of the first half, where you know they had two plays and down the ball, um, they scored touchdowns on five of their first six drives. Um, which, so taking those two things together, I mean, it was just a pretty dreadful performance. Oh, one of the encouraging things is I thought the special teams looked better. Um, to be honest, it was the only phase of the game where they looked um, pretty good all game. Um, you know, I think you're discouraged by the fact that it's, you know, I didn't, I didn't see many playmakers out there on either side of the ball, to be quite honest with you. But especially offensively, um, you know, it wasn't just that they had drops. It was that they couldn't get any separation, um, you know, and it just didn't – there wasn't that guy who kind of – you know, jumped off the field to you like they've had a guy who can go just go make a play for you. That's one of the things, you know, this Memphis offense has had over the years is just a guy or two who can go make a play for you at any moment. Um, I didn't see that against Mississippi State. Um, and that's something that, you know, is concerning moving forward. Um, and then defensively, you know, I thought the secondary in particular looked really bad. Um, like they looked overmatched, and maybe that's just playing an SEC opponent, um, but it felt like a lot of the same issues that gave them problems defensively last year, getting off the field on third down, um, pass defense, generating a pass rush, all those things were still issues against Mississippi State. There's, there's a, lot to, a lot to fix, but I, I think, the, honestly, the most encouraging thing is the schedule. They now, they're going to have four games in a row here where they are going to be, as of today, they'll be favored in all of them. Um, and if they can reel off four wins against teams they're supposed to beat, um, I don't think anyone will really think about that Mississippi State game anymore. So um, I think that's the most encouraging thing to me. Yeah. I, I, see, that, that's the thing to me is that it, for, all, for everything you just laid out there, I think there, there's a possibility here, especially because of the schedule, because it's Navy, that you get a lot of that corrected, that the playmakers, whether it's out of the running game or trying to get Javon Ivory more involved than he was, obviously against an SEC opponent, that that can happen against Navy. I, you know, last, last we talked to you last week, you, you pointed out that Navy seemed to find something last year toward the end of the season, particularly with their, their quarterback, Ty Levitai. Um, it did not look like they had anything found yeah. playing Delaware that first game where you lose to an FCS opponent, and you do it at your place. Don't you feel like yeah. this is the one where we really learn about this Memphis football team and really get that gauge of, oh, man, yeah, this isn't going the right direction, or, hey, yeah, this looks like the team we thought could be 4-1 and one by the time they're facing Houston. 
Yeah, I, see, I don't know if it's going to convince us that they can be like you know a good a, a pretty good team because I you know there's a you know Navy could just be bad, but I do think it's a game like you know you just don't if you lose this game I think then you're really worried that this team is absolutely. not very good absolutely that that's kind of how I look at it. Um, I don't know if you know they'll prove that they you know they can be they'll be really good. You know, or good if they beat Navy, you know, who was ultimately picked to finish 10th in the American and, you know, just lost, as you put it, to an FCS team. But um, if you're not, if you're, if you're trying to prove, I think they can prove they're not bad, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know if they can prove they're good yet, but um, it's a, you know, it's a huge game for both programs, honestly. Um, You know, there's grumbling here in Memphis, but I actually think oh, yeah. from talking to their beat writer, uh, the guy who's been covering Navy for like 30 years, Bill Wagner. Way more. Uh, I think there's more grumbling going on in Navy than there is in Memphis. Absolutely. Like, there's like an existential crisis going on in terms of can Navy football compete in the modern era when they can't take transfers no NIL. and they can't give people NIL. Right. Um, like, can they, you know, I think there's there's a lot of that going on at Navy. And so this is going to be, you know, in some ways I think it was like the worst case scenario for Memphis in that now if you, you have a, a Navy team that's going to be desperate, as desperate as you are to win at home. Um, and if they beat you, it's a disaster, you know, ultimately. And, and now if you win, you're not going to get as much credit because ultimately you're just beating a team that just lost to an FCS team. So um, it's a tricky situation. It feels like Memphis football is walking into uh, at Navy. Now that being said, you know one of their best games of the year last year was against Navy. Um, so I, you know I think they should feel some sort, some form of confidence going into it, um, and it could be a, a galvanizing moment. I, I just you know I haven't given up. You know I, I I said eight and four last week as the record for this team, and. I'm still not budging off of that just based off of a perform. You know, the Mississippi State performance, I expected better, but I'm still, I, I'm still not convinced that one game has changed the, what the ultimate trajectory of the season can and should be. Um, I, I think they can rebound. I, I don't know that uh, everybody feels this way, but I do feel like there is a bit of a sentiment of, you know, the Memphis brand has has lost its luster, whereas once upon a time it used to be year in and year out sort of perceived as the hottest thing going in the group of five. They had NFL players up and down the roster, speed, game-breaking plays, all that. Um, I don't know that, that everybody feels that way, but there is that sentiment out there. Do you share it? And, and if you do, is it possible to reclaim that? Um. I definitely think the brand is not what it was in 2019. Um, I think, you know, ultimately, they, it wasn't just that they were winning games at a historic level for Memphis. It was that they were winning them in style, man. Like the way, you know, even though the defense stunk, like those 50 to 49 games were like, you know, like what were people talking about after last weekend? It was the East, it was the Appalachian Appalachian State UNC game and the the Pittsburgh West Virginia game where they're scoring in the 30s and 40s and 50s and and all that. that that's the stuff that draws it draws attention to games that otherwise maybe wouldn't get your attention. And I think that's what 
Memphis thrived on. And then you add in the fact that, you know, more often than not, they were winning these shootouts. Um, and, a, you know, they were winning in big moments. And, um, you know, ultimately, you know, if you're winning 20 to 17, you know, I don't think that's going to, you know, draw the same amount of attention. And that, that goes into your brand. And I think, you know, I do, you know, I think you should, I think there's a, you should be worried about the brand right now, I think, because, I mean, the reality is Ryan Silverfield's three and seven in his last 10 games. Um, like, that's a pretty big sample size where they have not, you know, that's probably the worst 10 game stretch they've had, you know, since the first year of the Fuente era. Um, and so I think you should be worried about it. Um, and it's, you know, that's why there, there's, a lot of pressure and spotlight on these next few games. It's like, I'm not saying you can rescue the brand by winning four in a row, but you can, you know, right now it feels like you're damaging the brand. You can like, you know, you know, kind of, you know, you can kind of uh, mitigate some of this damage that's being done with the, the fact that, you know, over the last 10 games or so, Memphis has not been a relevant football team or a good football team. Mark, you've been saying for a while now that the Grizzlies could use, you know, a veteran guy, could make some shots for you in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Is Jordan Clarkson the kind of guy that you're thinking of, or is that one you'd, you'd stay away from in terms of the – we've seen the reports that the Grizzlies might be interested. Uh, what say you on Jordan Clarkson? Are you interested? I, I think it, could, it would work. I don't know if I – I don't know if he's the guy I would want to spend a first-round pick on because um, it's a one-year rental. Basically, he, if you look at his contract, he's got a player awesome. option for mm-hmm. next year. Um, but, like, if, if you're telling me, like, Danny Green and a second-round pick would do it, I'd strongly consider it, you know. Um, but, you know, I think you have to weigh also, you know, who's, more, who's got more potential value for you, Jordan, you know, Jordan Clarkson for a full year? Or, you know, if you want to be patient with Danny Green and, you know, you get Danny Green in the playoffs. I, you know, I don't know if that's, you know, because ultimately Danny Green is an asset both as a trade chip mm-hmm. and as, you know, hey, maybe he gets healthy and, you know, he, by, the, you know by post-All-Star break he can be a very useful player and he's a guy who, you know, I mean, he's got a better track record in the playoffs than Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson's got, Jordan Clarkson's got a lot of Dylan Brooks in him and that he's, a high volume shooter um, who, when he's on, it is electric. But he can also have those games where he's off, and it, it can it can sink you a little bit. And then the the reality is, he doesn't bring the defensive component. Right, um, Dylan does. He'd be your you know he'd be a microwave guy off the bench. I think he'd be a useful player. I just don't know one if I'd be willing to give up a first round pick for him, and two. I don't know, given Danny Ainge's track record as a deal-maker, I mean, my sense is he's going to want a first-round mm-hmm. pick for Jordan Clarkson. Yeah. So that, uh, that's where it kind of gets complicated. But in theory, I think it makes sense having him come off the bench as a shot-maker. Like, it feels like he could play with Ja. He could play off Ja. He could play off Tyus. You could maybe play him with Desmond Bain. I think it, uh, I think it makes sense. Mark, appreciate the time as always, Thank my you, friend. Brother. Good Thanks, luck with man. the tire. All right, guys. Yep. Appreciate yep. it. <clears throat> He's Mark Giannato. Catch him from 2 to 4 every day here on 92.9. Yeah, man, I feel like there was a stretch there where I would pick up three flat tires a year. You know, just like pick up a nail or something. It was just like such an inconvenience. Like, Jesus, again, I got to, you know, change this tire. 
I gotta get I gotta get new tires. Yeah, I've been car. I've been lucky lately that I haven't you know run into anything. I mean, I don't, I don't even maybe in my forties I've missed it. So it's been a while for me. You're a very defensive driver, very careful. Yeah, but a lot more. De- but but I don't do those sport tires either, mm-hmm. which do seem a little bit more susceptible. He said his wife's got them. She's had one. He's got them now. I've just bought him brand new car. He's already a pebble took him out. See, y'all want to look cool. Y'all in those early thirties, still holding on to your twenties, out here real cool. Yeah, and you you're real stranded out here too with a flat tire. You really got to change your tire because those things are they're going pop, bro. Yeah, so you better graduate to forties and, and not looking as cool. Just get you a pair of Michelins, you'll be all right. Yeah, we've got a fantastic clip of the day uh, that can't wait. We can't wait to uh, to share with you. It's great stuff uh, in the world of college football. We'll do that. Uh, at 1 o'clock, and then Barry Jones will join us at 125. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 FM, ESPN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, buddy, Top's Barbecue got something brewing. We can't give it away just yet. We'll get our first, we'll get our first look at it tomorrow. Hopefully able to share soon. In the meantime, they got everything you could ever dream of for lunch. That beautiful, delicious, iconic cheeseburger. The barbecue, you know it, you love it. The brisket, the sweet and saucy sauce, smoked bologna sandwich. Top's ain't done. They keep adding. Get the Tops Barbecue today. Yeah, we'll tell you about it. Uh, y'all know whenever if we tell you about something at Tops, it's going to be something that's mouthwatering. Something's going to take off, and hopefully something's going to be permanent on that menu. Fireman Burger, we've told you about. Smoked bologna sandwich, we've told you about. We'll keep you in touch with the next newest thing, as John said. Excited about it. 16 locations. Always excited when you're talking about eating Tops. Perfect time for lunch right now, or you can do it for dinner. The ribs, the pulled pork, the burgers, the brisket. Mmm. 
So good. Try that sweet and saucy sauce, John. Trying to put you on. I think you'll love it and find it's the perfect mix of sweet with a nice little bit of kick. It's always good at Topps Barbecue. 70 years and still smoking. All right, so uh, Mike Leach, uh, fresh off of his uh, his victory against the University of Memphis, uh, he was at his weekly uh, press conference, and um, I guess it might have been even Saturday night. You know, it might have even been after Saturday night's win. Um, his backup quarterback, Chance Lovertich, is uh, is getting married. He got engaged, and you know, as these things go, Mike Leach is known to give. Marital advice. He's done it many, many times. He's gone viral in the past for this yeah, many, many times. This is where he really shines, doesn't he? It is. It's it's like he's forget football. He'll just give this you marriage why they advice. Give him the big bucks. He said, first advice, elope. Just eliminate all the family input aggravation, change of constant, change of course that exists with planning weddings and the anxiety and the pressure that almost drives people to divorce before they even start. The second would be if you're not going if you're not going to elope, let's get it done certainly by the off week. You can honeymoon it up during the off week. There's two bits of advice. That was the first bit of advice. Do you agree with that advice? Uh, I like what he said about trying to keep the parents and stuff out of it. Yes. Because the problem is parents want to invite who they want to invite, right? It becomes it's, sort of their not, own It is thing. not your day. Right. But they they want to always have a you know a major say. In oh, it. you got to invite this person. No, I don't. Oh, don't do this. No, I don't have to invite no, that person. No, that's not what you do. We don't have to invite that person at all. Yeah. I I, I think they have good intentions a lot of times. Sure. But a lot of times they end up taking over and making it John a you know uncomfortable experience. Well, the way I look at it is <clears throat> you you can you can invite whoever you it's want. My day. If you're footing the entirety of the bill. And really it's her day. You know. Yeah, feel, yeah. And neither neither one of us were in that. No. Boat. You know, our parents did the best they could. Right. Now, Brad, did your parents pay for the wedding? They did not. Well, the, the, the uh, bride's did your bride, parents. Did yes. your bride's parents no, pay for the wedding? No, they did, did not. They say no. you like us. Well, you we came had, up hard. We really saved money. We had a reception on my parents' farm, though. So that's free. That's you know, convenient. You, all you yes. got to do is decorate a barn and buy the. Bo- oh, the, that's the, right. The I've seen the pictures where they're bringing mm-hmm. y'all in. Was your wedding the, a dry wedding? My wedding was the opposite of a dry wedding. Yeah, it was so just, incle- incredibly a lot liquid. Of moonshine. Now, my parents did. We actually had. Um, a, a very nice band, and I, I can't believe it's escaping my brain now. That's, that's it was the kinda, band Perry with Jason Fitz. It was Jason Fitz and the band Perry. That's the, exactly with right. With the fiddle. Yeah. That's a good band. You're remember the Dempseys? Me. You remember the Dempseys? Who, the, what they Wait a minute. Oh, hold on. Jason Fitz played your wedding? No. Okay. I, what did uh, I... But yeah. a band similar to them. Okay. Uh, the Dempseys <laughs> were big around here about ah, 20 years ago or so. Are they a Memphis band? It's a trio. They have an upright bass player. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. The I'm, Dempseys played it. But people around town know who I'm talking about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that was exp- that was the most expensive part, and my my dad traded out part of the beer because he had a deal with Anheuser Busch in St. Oh, Louis. That's, that's good. Mm-hmm. Nice. So you did it the right way. Yeah, that you came so that out on a horse and carriage too. Did you not? It, it was also my there father's you. horse and carriage. What was the horse's name? Uh, Queenie. Queenie the horse. Yeah, Queenie so passed. Rest okay. in peace. Thirty five years old. That horse lived to be wow. thirty five. That's yeah. a long God life for a horse. horse. No, yeah. My dad finally gave up on animals. He's into cars now. Okay, well, yeah. Yeah. see, I just did like Wanda. I got the hell up out of here. I got married in Jamaica. We didn't have very many people down there. Just pulled the old Wanda Halbert. I like that. We, yeah, I like that routine. Yeah. yeah, and I did. And the, John just kind of followed in my footsteps. I did the Mexico thing, which right. I don't regret ever. Um, but there's another piece of advice. Yeah, and this was a direct shot at you. Uh, the other thing, continue to make sure that you hang out with your friends and pursue all the interests and things that you did that she fell in love with, that you fell in love with. There's nothing worse than two people that get married that try to act all domesticated because they think that's how married couples and old people behave. It's the most. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.